0: Round one, fight! This week on The Hapless Heroes.
1: I feel a little pawny sometimes.
2: And welcome back to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening's festivities. We'll begin this evening the same way I begin every evening because I am an unoriginal douche by introducing our party. We're going to start from my left this time with Zach as Colonel Lincolnwoods.
1: Go easy on me,
2: Dave. <laughs> His left. Whoever me. that may be. <laughs> To his left, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher.
3: I don't know why, but I'm feeling so much tougher than I was a few minutes ago.
2: Hmm. To her left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. I'm going to kill you, and if you come back, I'll kill you again. And to his left, we have Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. So as we left off, things looked a little climactic with the, uh... ever so slightly Unevenly charred corpse of one MM. Mudget brought back to life to uh, basically taunt you. Standing in a suspiciously empty street. The Tower of Unknown Providence. Often the distance behind him at the end of this long boulevard. It is, of course, dark in this city of eternal night. Often the cosmos as it is, stolen from the world. You were there. Uh, how far is
0: Mudget from us?
4: Also, I will say, stolen from the world in multiple timelines, right? Because this is yes. like.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: this is actually of... one of three different Tarantises who have been stolen from three different worlds, all now partially merged together with that singular tower in the center. Yep. So that's fun. Just, I feel just like
0: that. buildings like collided into each other and they're like half like thing like sideways almost. Some of them are Yeah.
2: not here. Maybe there is, but you have not noticed it in the area that you are currently in. Okay. That's good to know. So, yeah, we're staring down
4: the burnt uh, remains of Mudget, who is essentially just uh, being used as a vessel for Vecna to proxy fight us, right. it seems like. Or Stalus?
1: I don't know why this is interesting to me, but um, do we see any signage around? Because we're on, like, a main street of a city mm-hmm. do we see any like not room terribly room? long
2: ago you had passed uh the Tarantus west runner house right, right 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 um there is other signage of just general like you know a general store here you know nothing that indicates anything that really stands out but you like any yeah no other maybe significant yeah. landmarks give me a second though Oh, let's say you're on 270 which is uh, that uh, big broad western uh, boulevard there. The runner house you had passed is maybe a quarter third of a kilometer behind you and uh, that tower would be a oh, kilometer and a half maybe a little more ahead of you stretching almost impossibly high into the sky. It is a off white color from where you're standing. And how far is budget from us? Hmm. I don't know. Can't remember what I said, so we're going to call it 60 feet. Oh, OK. I forget, did you
1: have us? No, never mind. You had not rolled initiative yet, if that's what you were asking. Who said that? That's not even what I was even going
0: <laughs> to ask. That's crazy. What? Anyway. Uh, Jarrell is walking towards Mudget with his sword flaming
2: awesomeness. Mm-hmm. The corpse continues to stand there in the middle of the broad avenue. Uh, if Jarrell can close the gap I
0: guess he would try to hit him.
2: Oh, well, Jarrell, you're he's walking just running up. in. Well, Jarrell said he was walking, so we're going to let that go at a nice walking pace. Right. OK, you know, why, why, uh why mess with the tension here? But what's everybody else doing?
4: OK, so I see Jarrell. So Jarrell is obviously starting to take his steps forward to advance upon the I mean, I know what Jhar- Jarrell Wants to do here. Everyone knows what Jarrell Jor- <laughs> Jor- wants to do here. I feel like that he has a very singular focus, right? Um, so I want to look into the skies for a moment, just to kind of survey like what's above. Basically, aside from like the tower, right? Like, I'm not sure if, if Didou and Pregnart were just spit out just now um, or not, um, or if there's anything else going on up there. I just want to make sure that there's nothing else that's going to interfere. Um with what we're about to do, because like going to go in there and start smashing. And I'm not I'm too small to stop him. And honestly, I just don't care. Um, but I just want to make sure that we're this like, this is our only target. And this is the only thing that we're dealing with. So I don't know if I to a perception right or now, does anything. Well, yeah,
2: uh, sure. Perceive what you can perceive. 18. 18. It is eerily quiet the indifferent stars blink in the sky overhead there's no wind to speak of it's a little cool maybe in the 50s or so I don't know what that is in Celsius for our Canadian cast member but you've probably had to deal with our uh, our temperature long enough that you can sort it out (laughs)
3: Yeah. Slightly chilly but tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. Sweater weather. Yes, sweater weather.
2: Um,
4: okay. I'm gonna just say as Jarella's advancing, okay, listen, like this is obviously some kind of stalling or delay tactic, like whatever Vecna is doing, like like whatever like he's he's just buying time. Like this is just a vessel. Okay, so like don't burn all those fancy things you can do, like let's we need to deal with this quickly. Efficiently, and keep heading towards that tower. All right," so Jarrell. "Just don't, 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 don't get a little overzealous. I know how you like to smite, but maybe just like you know, save the big ones for the big guy.
3: Deal." Uh,
0: Jarrell doesn't seem like he hears you, but he hears you
3: oh god
4: I really <laughs> hope he heard me okay um, I'll, and then I'll start I'll, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let Jarrell get you know some a few steps ahead and then I'll start following him after he's you know taken some time to walk uh, so whatever any, anyone else is doing in that time like that's just that's what Felix wanted to do
1: um Dave mm-hmm. do I need to make an insight check or any other kind of role to see if Paradel would know if like the mudget body is like stage 1 of a fight of some sort.
2: <laughs> um there is no possible check you could make. Don't to you have to know your enemies?
0: Don't you have that's that know true. your enemy thing Is that... that you?
2: Paradell?
1: Yep. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> reminding me, John. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. How long does that take? Know your enemy. I can't remember whether or not that's during combat or not. It's not combat yet.
0: And you you used it last time, not in combat.
1: Okay. I can't remember if we broke rules to do that.
0: (laughs) Break rules constantly.
1: What? We break rules? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me look that up really quick, because I don't want to keep breaking rules. We occasionally fix them, too. Fighter. Battlemaster. Outside combat. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take one minute to observe my enemy. Um, study
2: him. Okay. Know him. These things are interesting. At the rate Jarell is walking, it will take him significantly less than a minute to close on Mudgett.
5: <laughs> okay, wait, wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. Maybe let's just like, hold on. Let's just stall him for a second. I, I, it's Felix, I love to talk. I can stall us for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I'm gonna look at this, uh, this, 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 this poser front of us here. And I'm going to say. What? Why do you send your why do you send another avatar to 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 slow us down and delay us? Vecta, why not just face us yourself right now? Uh, What is this? What's your game here?
2: Game? My. Game? You think this is a game?
4: Feels pretty gamey. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. It's only a game when there's a second worthy player. His head turns. Looks left, looks right, a little up, a little down. And I don't see one here. So I Whoa. will continue as I always do.
1: So wait, does that in- include yourself? Does that include this budget body? Is he not a wor- worthy player?
4: Yeah, because I don't see you either. That's a enough?
2: useful pawn.
4: Ah, huh, So you're going to do well, what you always do and just hide. So you're
1: you also you're using a pawn not in a game.
4: That's true. A pawn is a game piece. I believe that that's called a checkmate Vecna. Look, I use a term from the same game. This is very Geralt gamey. Is
0: literally just I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to
4: go back to my original statement Vecna. This seems pretty fucking gamey to me. It seems like you just brought a pawn and we brought all the other pieces. Like we have a knight right here. And I point to Jarell,
2: Who's now standing 30 feet away. No. Absurdist theater, perhaps. A farce, certainly. Has it been a minute yet? I'm (laughs) studying.
1: I've been studying this entire time.
4: Right. I'll tell you when it's a a minute. Okay, because I've just I've been I've been just like trying to, you know, essentially like just blab and delay this for a second. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I still need uh, some clarity on whether or not we are. Are we playing a game with? All right, so we're not playing a game, but there is a pawn. What what are are we pawns? Is that a knight? Is this are you? I, I feel a little pawny sometimes.
4: I feel like I feel more like a Rook sometimes. Definitely not a Bishop.
2: Rooks in a different timeline. <laughs> 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 it may still be a bowl of petunias, I can't remember. Some sort of potted plant, I oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't engage you because I don't need to. I'll continue what I'm doing, and you'll continue to blab down here at the equivalent of a Dime Storm mannequin. See, I
4: t- and I'm going to whisper to Jor-el. See, I told you it was a delay tactic. He's up to something, he's still doing something. We got to just get through this quickly. This is obviously just a stage one. This is just a delay tactic. He's just bringing his pawn. We got to go for the king, baby.
0: Um. I mean, it, it, it hasn't been a minute yet, so Jarl just going to walk up and stab it through the stomach.
2: <laughs> oh, you my walk fucking... up, maybe about 10 feet away. Hmm interesting amusing and not nearly so simple as you might think and with that the body of Mudget collapses to the ground literally like a marionette who has just had its strings cut Daryl
0: chopped its head off
2: i did so you're gonna like bend down to the ground and cut off its head on the ground well, i don't have to well, bend that gonna...
0: low <laughs> yeah, He's just going gonna... to have a long sword. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. The completely wow. inert.
2: Body does nothing yeah. except for, you know, get hit with a sword and probably splatter some rotten effluvia all over the place. Hmm. Gross. Does that answer effluvia? your
4: does that answer your question, Paradell? Uh, I feel like I was right there. This was definitely just a little tactic. Uh, we need to keep moving towards this tower.
2: Well, You'll notice a few things. One, that it is fantastically quiet. Two, um, everyone make perception checks.
3: Oh, got it! But I
4: just
2: Yay. did. Yeah, I know, but that was earlier. This is now. Oh, okay, this is not bad. This is one less than my previous roll. It's a seventeen. Sixteen. Five.
5: Six.
3: 28. I was going to say, <laughs> Boris has got this. <laughs> I didn't roll very well, but, you know, I
2: don't want to hear You hear <it. laughs> a low-frequency rumble. It's always a rumble.
1: Is there any snapping? No. Nope. Like, gang-like snapping from the late 50s? <laughs> how,
3: how low frequency is this yeah. rumble?
2: Well, um... Kind of like a train that's very far away. Okay. You'll notice it is getting a little louder.
3: I think there's a train coming. <laughs> there's no. Tr-
2: what is a train? We don't even we, know we, what a tra- tra- oh, no, train is. You literally took one to this exact city.
4: <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's right. I'm bad at this. When hooked up um, with
2: cougars on the train. Mm
4: yep. hmm. True. Not the cat kind.
3: <clears throat> well, <No>. maybe.
5: <laughs> also true. Uh Okay,
4: so it sounds like a train's coming. I don't like that. Uh do we do I see any train tracks nearby?
2: There's a banging sound like a table or a door falling over and hitting the ground.
4: Okay, uh, I'm looking around. Have
2: any other doors missing from any buildings? No, but um there's a sign on one of the shops further back from you that's kind of swinging a little bit now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh the, the, those of you with the 16 and the 15, you now hear it too. Okay. Okay. Uh
4: is, 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 do I can I tell what direction it's coming from?
2: No. Mhm.
3: Boris flies back to where the like swinging sign is and looks into the window of that building. Literally flies with her bat cape by grabbing the sides of it and like flying towards the building.
2: (laughs) Um, you can't quite see in through the windows. Like there's smoke or something in there. It's tough to tell. Like some things have been knocked over.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Now I'm picturing like the evil dead thing <laughs> cruising around the city. Like camera
2: uh, angle. <laughs> Another door across the street opens like it's been kicked open. And. Or zombies come shambling out of the door.
1: Zombies? Shambling.
0: Uh, yes are always going to ignore them because <laughs> they're, they're just...
2: quite far away from you as you did not go back with uh, Boris. Oh, right. She's still back there. So the zombies are back with her right now.
4: Oh, she's fine.
1: The shambling uh, 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 drops Paradil into like a, a weird like flashback to that horrible <laughs> time where he got addicted to smoking and had to go through all those shambles.
4: Right. It was definitely it was literally a shambles. Um, yeah.
1: Anything having to do with shambles or shambling? PTSD Peridol. for for, for Peridol. Peridol Yeah, does not like it. Hmm.
3: Boris flies back the direction she came, lands back on Hector and then points in the direction of the zombies and says, Zombies, how are you flying back, Boris? is there up in the the air or
2: like low across the ground,
3: low across the ground? Yeah, just getting high enough to like swoop and land on Hector at the end. I
2: would like you then to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh
4: Oh, I
3: wonder what for. Do I have any extra extra bonuses for this? 28 28. You
2: deftly dodge another 15 zombies that have walked out of an alleyway in between you and them, and you're able to just kind of shimmy around them as you fly. Hmm. Okay, more zombies.
4: Many more zombies.
2: Darrell, a door near you bangs open. More zombies come out of the door. Ugh.
0: How far are we oh, from, from
2: the tower? Is that a zombie sound? Uh, You are about a kilometer and a half from the tower. Okay. A kilometer Windows and shatter. half. Windows shatter. The hmm. rumbling is very loud now. Okay.
4: I think that we all need to start moving. Like, rather than deal with a horde of zombies, we need to all be moving right now towards this tower. Like we need to like if there's if there are pathways to take, if there's things we can do, we need to fucking move.
2: More we windows can... shatter and there are now more zombies crawling out of the windows near you.
4: Yeah, okay, let's go. Everybody, let's go right now. Uh Boris, can I hop on Hector with you? I promise I don't take up a lot of space.
3: Yeah, jump on.
4: Alright, cool. Hector be cool, buddy. And
0: uh Boris I like on Hector.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say Boris like leans down to like help I guess. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Because has you know, a tall. twenty or twenty-five foot move speed.
1: Um, I think it's twenty-five. All right, uh, Jaral yeah, would pick him
0: up. That way we can all sprint.
2: Okay. Wee. So you guys are kind of moving along, right?
4: Yes. I don't think it makes sense to just stand there.
2: Okay. Um, a very large mass of massive zombies uh, walks out of several alleys in front of you. Mm-hmm. 82, so we, in fact.
4: 82. We are surrounded, is what you're saying.
2: You are surrounded, uh, both to the front and to the back, by an ever gro- by a rapidly growing army of zombies that all appear to be the dead of Tarantis, all now brought back to life. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um,
5: are they all shambling?
4: Um,
2: Gambling might be I'm the gonna...
5: uh Go ahead. I'm gonna attempt to do something. Oh no. I don't I don't know if it's gonna work. Um so I took with all my my um spells, I took Force Cage.
4: No, just wait, just wait.
0: Yeah,
5: say, save say that. Jaral has don't... spirit
0: guardian.
4: I was literally just saying before, like, don't burn your stuff right now. Don't burn it on this.
0: Okay yeah the spirit guardians will take out what any you, zombies what do you that
4: walk as, I, was as I say also what are you gonna do cage a few of these things there's probably literally hunt
3: like tens if
5: not that's hundreds fair.
4: of thousands of these things that's fair you know um, Wait, guys
3: I don't think we have a lot of time to argue about this you all have to jump into my pockets
4: no <laughs> Absolutely but I not. can
3: bat
0: <laughs>
4: oh no you can only carry up to 500 pounds
2: yeah
0: you can't fit all of us
2: there's oh no way, yeah. There's no way you can yeah. fit all of us. Um, yeah. um, Dave, you said it's a kilometer away. Um, you had started about 1.5 kilometers from the tower. Yeah. Okay, where are we now? Um, you haven't really moved that far, so about <laughs> yeah. 1.5 kilometers from the tower.
0: But it shouldn't take <laughs> us 10 minutes to jog. So.
2: A kilometer. Jog.
4: Yeah, I I'll guess. Say, not. Actually, um, it might take us about 10 minutes to
3: jog. Yeah. It takes like 15 minutes to walk a kilometer. All right, so like if you're walking briskly, twenty. Jarol can really run like
0: a stop. 10 minute. Because a kilometer, <laughs> kilometer is with Paradail on his shoulders.
2: I'm sorry, a mile is 1.6 kilometers, right? Yes. So yeah, we bad. really need to
0: I stick to.
4: Been... We, as I say, we also really need to stick to imperial measurements because everything that we're doing in D and D is measured in feet. So like. We need to like have those kinds of distances when we're we're doing this stuff.
2: This is what I get for trying to be nice to our international community. You see what <laughs> I, I know? Do? I mean, I understand what you're doing, <laughs> but like because of the fact that our, 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 me, our mechanics are
4: written in.
2: Yeah, we don't, uh, just, we don't have the we option we def- of being nice to the metric system. I'm Even really though, being nice to how I wrote the map for the city like four years ago.
3: I believe yeah. a kilometer is about thirty one hundred feet, if that helps.
2: Yeah, no, that that makes sense, yeah. So, yeah, let's say about 3,000 feet. As long as we can
0: get to the tower in 10 minutes, Jarl's oh, fine. Wait. He's going to use Spirit Guardians. And any undead that enter gets 3d8 damage immediately.
4: So, like, we're just going to try to carve a path, essentially, with your AOE that surrounds you?
0: And, and I mean, we'll it will hit whatever we have to hit.
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> but... I mean, that should hopefully be enough to waste zombies along the way
0: to kind it of has carve. been in the past just me being in their presence sometimes has killed them so
3: are these beh- all like human height zombies yes like, you know, six feet and under these
2: are the residents of this city reanimated to come kill you
3: cool right. I, I hector just like stands up tall for those of us that are riding Hector. So like his body's like clearing these easily and can just like skitter over them. So I have an idea here. I have a plan,
4: as they say, uh, and I'm gonna kind of be shouting these orders as we're walking. So like if Jorrell's gonna cast Spirit Guardians, I think that's a great idea. And I think we can back you up for any of, like for any, if for any time the, potentially the damage on that. Like you, you know, you get your minimum result, right? Let's say it's like three damage, right? So like you hurt it, but it doesn't die, all right? We got Boris. We got me. We got Quinn. We got Perido. We all have ranged weaponry.
0: Yeah. And general so sword like, in the front.
4: Essentially. Right. So essentially any of the undead that aren't killed by the spirit guardians. I'm firing Eldritch Blasts at Boris is throwing her dagger at and calling it back to her hand. Quinn's got a short bow. Peridot's got Gladys Knight. I say we just like, like so,
0: five attacks per action.
4: I say we just <laughs> ball up and just fucking like almost like turn ourselves into just sort of a mobile like yeah, murder slaying
2: ball. Yeah. murder ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys got the uh, the old pirate ship going.
4: Kind of, except, yeah. you know, by pirate ship, you mean uh, we're all just like standing
2: close to Jarrell running with him and then like. Yes,
4: yeah, so because I watch way
2: too much Overwatch League and it's where like everyone piles onto the payload and it kind of just I moves see. along. Yeah. So, yeah, that's
4: exa- yeah, that's exactly what yeah. we're doing. Exactly. Yes, we are. We are piling onto Jarrell and all firing shots. Well, you're piling onto the crab. Like well, OK, sorry. Well, not piling onto the crab. Not everyone can fit on Hector. OK, Yeah, I don't think Hector would support um, all okay. of us. Everyone else, I think everyone else is just running along. Just with staying Jarell. close. So, OK,
0: it, literally only Quinn has to run. Uh, Felix That's and true. Boris are riding the crab and Paradil's on Gerald's shoulder. So only Quinn, <laughs> Jarrell and Quinn. Paradils
3: on. OK, I love the visual. OK, I'm this, fine. Right? I told you you could get in my pocket. Jarrell
4: essentially, like, sword out, marching forward with, like, spirit guardians swirling around him, harming the undead. You have Peridot on his shoulders with his fucking heavy crossbow, just popping shots at, um, the undead that aren't being killed. I'm firing Eldritch Blasts off of the back of Hector. Boris is throwing her knife, and Quinn is probably just, like, running around either either inspiring people or firing a short bow or stabbing stuff. Like, I just, like, this is... Epic as fuck. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, let's see. We had another 89 and another 77. So the 89 appear in front, the 77 are behind. It's like, I'm just kind of rolling D one hundreds to kind of give some flavor to how many to add, but it's just, the street is just crawling with them. And I mean, literally crawling sure. with them. They're going up and down the walls of like the businesses on either side. They're coming out the windows. They're coming out of the yeah. alleys They're coming out of the doors, out of the basements. They're jumping off the roofs. It's just like a sea well, of them. It's I guess it was saying.
4: Yeah, I see what fechna was saying. Uh, he didn't bring one pawn. He brought all of them. He brought the whole
2: fucking board.
4: Yeah, um, of pawns. <laughs> and then a couple uh, extra so, backup boards. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and I feel like, OK, and I feel like the way that we're, we've organized this, I feel like the math kind of checks out for being able to essentially waste through a path of the undead just based on the amount of like damage all of our things would do like combined to like all the targets as we're splitting things up you know as the aoe is affecting stuff right i'm not sure if we need to i'm not sure if you want us to do anything
2: um what i would like is while we do this and we've got a good image of what's going on i would like everyone to roll initiative so that we can kind of resolve a few things as we move this along because i want to make this kind of a semi-event
4: that's cool. I like that. It's an encounter for sure. Yeah, we are blasting through a sea of undeads.
1: So. Yeah.
2: Like, like, Vecna is not going to come alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is, but he isn't. But he is. We're sort of describing what's going on here. We've got the massive monsters and they're, you know, they kind of they hang back a little bit. They give you a little bit of a sphere as you're moving. And every now and again, a pocket of 15, 20, 30 of them all Charge in mass as a group. Many of them uh, get obliterated by the, um, was it Spirit Guardian it's called? Yep. Okay, how exactly does that work?
0: Mine just says that anything that enters my enters or starts to turn in the area um, is half speed first and foremost, and then they take 3d8 radiant damage.
4: We okay. should read the full, on we a should save. Read, yeah. Right. So they, we ha- should they have to the... make
0: a uh, wisdom save.
4: All right. yeah so so we should we should read the read the, the full thing here okay yeah so in within a 15 i think it's a yeah 15 foot radius right since he's good they appear angelic uh uh creature's speed is halved in the area um and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there it must make a whiz save on a failed save the creature takes 3d8 radiant if you are good or neutral or 3d8 necrotic if you're evil and a success it takes half as much so there's always damage happening
2: hey there's always damage happening and it's concentration up to 10 minutes okay um while i think about that and i want to put just the slightest of pins in that jarrell what does the sword of justice do for your bubble around you let me double check but
0: i think it doesn't affect the undead until i hit them
2: okay
4: holy avenger When you hold the Drawn Sword, it creates an aura in a 10-foot radius around you. You and all creatures friendly to you have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. If you have 17 or more levels in the Paladin class, the radius of the aura increases to 30 feet. So it is a 30-foot aura of advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And it also gives him him a bonus to attack and damage rolls, you know, plus a bonus, and then... uh, hitting a fiend or undead with it takes an additional 2d10 radiant.
2: Okay, so I will say out of that first group we're just going to do a quick um, looks like three of them make it through the spirit guardians. None of them managed to get any attacks through on you, but they're kind of all up in your face now. Yeah,
4: well, I mean, if if any get through I'd be blasting
2: them. Yeah, so you guys are just kind of blasting away. I'll, I'll. It's a little bit of flavor. I'll let you know if anything substantial makes it through. There are, you can kind of notice there are things out there. Some of those old bone constructs you used to see way back in the day. Okay. Some of so. the creations of Mudgett uh, still wandering around but for the most part they're pretty rare in this group none of them are making any advances or making it through all right we're two thousand feet from the tower now okay so like we're moving through the streets things that have we noticed is, is it
4: still pretty much like the same like you know cause, like, i feel i feel like we had to kind of go up right
2: to get to wherever this tower is or you're, you're, it's it literally happen? just straight down the street ahead of you there's oh, no, wow. okay, so no it's or it's we're just, just trying a to
4: plow through the street okay, Great well, shot
2: down this street while the forces of the undead are coming out of literally every nook and cranny at this point
4: probably gonna be hard to really take a moment to actually look and see without like taking a break from blasting whatever's getting through here but like between us and the tower is, since I'm on the crab with Boris, right, do either one of us see, especially Boris with her passive perception, right, like any of those big boys will just say, right, the big bone stuff or like the big bone constructs or like titans or anything like that, like straight ahead of us, not, not blocking uh, no. our path. Okay, okay, okay. So I say I just going to, you know, keep encouraging us to make haste.
2: The haste continues to be made and some windows shatter off to the side and it appears that several ghosts have come out of one of the windows ghosts? yeah ghosts ghosts spectral they and blue and flying they zip through and uh get and uh close quickly that doesn't sound like shambling no, no no
1: zip z- i think zipping is the opposite of shambling yes yes
2: <laughs> is the ethereal our want to do so
1: that immediately
2: brightens
4: paradis mood
2: yes <laughs> ghosts brighten your mood huh yes so they you know are zipping. now engaged with i'm going to say five ghosts five ghosts
4: which will also have to make a save when they enter the 15-foot area that is surrounding
2: us. The ghosts will make their save. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what do they have to beat now? You said 10? That no, can't be right. Oh, no, wisdom it's save. a wisdom save. Yeah. And
0: my DC is... Hold on, let me get down and do it again. Four, uh, no,
2: uh, 19. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go, baby.
2: One passes, the others fail. So what kind of damage are they taking then?
4: 3d8. Radiant. And the one that passed will
0: take half. It's a total of 15.
2: Alright. Alright. Run down seven. And that's Okay, so I got that. So those ghosts have taken that damage. They move at half speed. And um They are going to get some attacks in. Let's see. In fact they're all going to make withering touches and it's going to be one on each of yous so let's see the first one against felix is uh let's see this was 5 21 against ac
4: well, i have an 18 so that definitely gets all right
2: me. uh let's but... see jarrell that is going to be a 18 and 5 23 against armor class Increased so
0: much no <laughs> actually hold on
4: um, and real quick I, I, I will need the that ghost that attacked me um, to actually f- first make a uh, Oh right. wisdom save because of my among the dead feature yep. uh, if an undead targets me directly with an attacker spell it must make a whiz save on a fail it must choose a new target or forfeit its attack or harmful spell
2: okay all right, sounds good. So, uh, Wisdom save, and that's going to be a crit fail on the Wisdom save. Well, which would just be a fail since you can't crit fail those.
4: So, it would, it would have to either forfeit
2: its attack or choose a new target. Okay, great. It's going to attack Jarl as well with 21 against Armor class. Nope. So, that does 24 not no. 24, okay. So, both of those <laughs> do not. All right. I'm already okay. dead. Kind All of. All right. Quinn, that's a fifteen against your AC.
5: Boris is succeed. a twenty-one on you. Wait, I'm sorry. A 15's oh, no,
3: gonna succeed, Quinn. No, no, no I was gonna no, say, you... Sorry, sorry,
5: sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. Yep, fail. All
2: right, okay. Boris, a sorry. twenty-one against <laughs> your armor class.
3: Twenty-one does succeed against BS.
2: And uh, let's see, against Paradel, that is going to be a fail and withering touch, and that's just. 46 plus three, okay. Six, it's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, so. Yep. Uh, Four, 10, 15, 16, yeah, so 16 uh, necrotic damage against you, Boris. And then we will uh, just kind of clip right on over who is, it would be Felix with the next turn. Cause that's the end of their turn. They've all closed. Oh, they've, attacked, they've done their damage. So the, the fun thing is that
4: uh, I can shoot four Eldritch Blasts every time I cast it now. So I'm going to take all these four and direct each attack against um, one of the the four that have already been hurt fully by Jarell's um, spirit guardians—right, the ones that are the most damaged—so the ones that all failed that save, right? Because you said mm-hmm. only one passed, right? Yeah. So I'm, tar- I'm targeting the four that are most hurt, the ones okay. that are looking a little, yeah, a little worse for wear. So each each beam is going at um, one of them. All right, so. Attack against the first is, let's see,
2: plus 13. I fucking love this. Um, 25 to hit. Um, If everything you're casting is a plus 13 to hit, do you have any crit fails? No. Okay, good. Assume they all hit. Wonderful. Uh, Your bonus is higher than their armor class.
4: Beautiful. So the first one
2: takes eight force damage. All right.
4: Second one will take nine force damage. The third one takes ooh, uh, thirteen force damage.
2: Okay, that's and, uh, all right.
4: And the f- and the fourth one max fifteen force damage. All right. Or the fourth one. Sorry, yeah,
2: fifteen yeah. force damage. Fourth. The fifth one is the one that uh, saved on its throw. Okay, all of them survive.
4: Okay. I mean, those are the blasts. I'm trying to keep things simple here. Um, because of the fact that this is, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to not use my spell slots right now. We're not going to have time for a short rest between here and the tower. So I am going to take, uh, I'm going to, you know, have Sim Slim uh, pop up here and have her kind of fly down towards uh, you know, actually I'm going to have her stick by me. She's going to be kind of flying near me and Boris and give Boris the help action and hey. to specifically to essentially help distract the whatever the next ghost is she targets with her dagger or like whatever her next target is that she like you know attacks I want to give I want slim
2: to distract that target to give her advantage sounds good all right anything else on your action economy Felix that is it for me right now Okay, great. Uh, Quinn, you're up next.
5: <clears throat> so I'm going to um, cast. Sorry, I was updating my spell slots. Um, enhance ability on Jarell. How long does that last? I'm not sure if that, that would be helpful. Um, it lasts up to an hour. Okay. Yeah, so it's, like, it's something that we can continue to use, like... I I was going to say,
4: an hour seems good. If it was, like, if it was 10 minutes, I'd encourage you to hold off. But if it's an hour, an hour seems good. And, like,
5: my level 2 spells are not that, like, amazing for, like, what we need later. So I'm I'm fine to burn the spell slot. Um, So I'm going to do enhance ability. I'm going to enhance dexterity. Would that be the smarter choice? I think, because, like, your strength is, like, phenomenal. So... I don't think you really need that.
4: It is pretty- uh, so that, you know, if dex- if Gerald has to make any deck saves or do things with dexterity, he's less yeah. clumsy,
5: less clumsy, less, uh, you know, messed up with his armor. Um, so I'm going to cast. Uh, what is it, cat's grace? I think it is on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, I, oops, I switched the spell. And then I'm going to I think that's all I can really do action wise. Um,
0: what does that do for me?
5: Uh, it gives you sorry, I, I closed out of it really quick. Um, so Cat's Grace gives you um advantage on dex checks. Um, it also you don't take damage from falling, which I don't think we're we'll have to worry about. Hold on one second. Well, well maybe. that's who knows.
4: <laughs> that's a, that's important to note though. No damage from falling. You,
5: you end up a di- in a ditch somewhere. Um, it says it also uh, doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet or less.
4: OK, OK, 20 feet or less is the, is the important designation. Yeah, there. <laughs> like it's not just you don't take damage from falling, period. It's <laughs> <laughs> you just fall off a cliff. Ah! Ah! So, yeah, no falling damage from heights of 20 feet or less. That makes a lot more sense.
2: Um, okay.
4: Okay.
2: okay, okay. make a note of this. You are responsible for uh, managing this buff on you. Yeah. I yeah. will not. Re- I will not remind you that it's there. Yeah. I'm not going to try to save your own life. We will try to all remember as a team, all yeah, of us.
0: I did. I did type it out.
2: So hopefully Look that helps. You. Yeah, <laughs> some of this would be, you know, me being a DM and most of this is me just being lazy and knowing that I'm not going to be able to keep track of it. So
4: right now, yeah. listen, we, we all know our limitations. And that's just... an empty headed DM. Everyone listening to this show knows this by now. Yeah.
5: All right. Um, I am going to use my bonus action to give um, uh, Boris, no Paradel. Sorry, Paradel inspiration. And it's a d12 now Ooh. right anything else on your action economy quinn nope i'm just k- still
2: moving fantastic so we had boris and paradil um at the same initiative now um do you both have the same bonus i got plus five
3: uh i have plus six okay right because you went to 22 you, decks yep. right
2: yes you go yep. first then boris
3: Ah, uh, cool. Um, I fling my dagger at whichever ghost Slim is, gone to start distracting for me. Well,
4: it's just—it's just essentially like I—I I, I have her giving you the help action, so you point at Ghost, and then she flies at Ghost, right, as part of that help action. It's just
2: sort of a okay. flavor I was attaching to it.
3: Ah, okay. So I—I—I. Yep. I, 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 point a ghost out to slim
2: okay their ghost four is the one that swung at you so there's one through five the first four um were attacked by uh felix with eldritch blast the first four are also the ones who failed their saves against the spirit guardians yeah
3: then then i choose the fifth
2: one the one that's taken
3: less damage
2: all right so you are attacking five
3: sounds good um, yeah, and I have Slim Distract. Yep. So that I can sneakily attack. And that is, what's my two hit? 24? Uh, 24.
2: 24, and you said you have advantage, right? Yes. Okay, good. So just all the roguey things that having advantage would automatically confer you.
4: Sneak attack damage. Yep. <laughs> Which is why I did this. Yeah. I have to use my familiar for something, and that is the help action because she can't attack herself when I've already attacked.
2: <laughs> no, but that extra value of the, the interplay there was really good. Mm-hmm. Forty five. Forty five. Ghost number five is obliterated outright. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. So that was your action. Um, do you have any bonus action that you're going to use? Since this is a mobile combat, I'm kind of yada yadaing the move yeah. part of action economy, and it's just actions and bonus actions here.
3: I, I use my help action as my bonus action. You can't. To...
4: You cannot do that. I can't. Help is an action. Action.
3: N- not if I'm a rogue, right? As... Cun- no, cunning actions action engage is and dash. Hide. Master of tactics, I can use the help action as a bonus action. Oh, hey there. I've I've done it before. No, you have not. Yes, I have.
5: I completely (laughs) forgot about this. Yeah, and this even works
3: if the ally attacks a target within 30 feet of me that can see or hear me.
5: Yeah, I was going to ask her if she Wow. That's awesome. That's huge. Yeah.
4: That's guaranteed advantage every turn from you and essentially from me as long as Slim is able to help. Um, That's awesome. we're we're learning things. This is great.
3: I was going to say, and I help Felix by just petting Slim on the head and sending Slim back over to Felix to help him with whatever he's doing next.
4: (laughs) Right. You know, I like that the flavor of this is essentially my familiar is the proxy for the help, (laughs) even though we're sitting right next to each other.
2: Fantastic. We're going to keep this uh, moving along. Paradil, we're on to your turn. How far am I away from the ghosts? We're going to say it's um, you are within 30 feet of all of them. There is one because one attacked you who's right up in your grill and the distances to the other are relatively negligible. Like I said, I'm yada yada and move for this because this is already a mobile combat. Everyone's already on the move.
1: Yep. Okay. I am going to attack the one that's up in my grill. Okay,
2: so that would be number uh let's see, one, two, three, four. That was oh wait, five was uh the one that attacked you and five is dead, but four is very close as well.
1: Uh melee range? Yeah. Alright. Even if you have I to hop. Am, <laughs> I'm going to use Hmm. My scimitar of war, defunk. To attack. All right. This ghost sounds good.
2: Oh yeah,
4: defunk is is is. Denoise present as well.
1: I just have defunk out.
4: Okay. Interesting.
1: And my my other hand is is free.
4: Hmm. No shield. She grab an- another weapon. Oh, okay. I see.
1: If if necessary. All right. um, That is a 29 to hit. Oh, yeah, that does it.
2: It's 11 damage. 11 damage. Okay. it takes. How's it looking? 11 damage. It is very wounded, but not yet slain.
4: Ectoplasm is just flying everywhere.
2: Yeah, it's very. It looks even more tattered than it did to begin with, and it looks plenty tattered at the start.
1: I'm gonna attack that guy again. All right. With Sim Tower of War defunct. Sounds good. 28 to hit. Yep.
2: And I am gonna just go right out of the limb and tell you that your just plus bonus is enough to kill this thing, so your hit kills it outright.
1: Great. I have two more attacks to go,
2: so I'm going to. There's one. In
4: out- f- there's one in front of Jarrell, right? It, there's there's two that attack Jarrell.
2: Yes, there are. One and two you're are range? both oh, yeah. Jarrell now. I was going to say, because you're is on that, his shoulders. Is that also
1: a scimitar range? Yes, it is, you're because on-
2: you're on uh, Jarrell's shoulders.
1: Oh, right. Yay. All right. I'm going gonna...
2: oh, to. I'm going to roll a 16 to hit. 16 will hit. Um, is this against one or two? One. One sounds good. That is a 12, 12, 12 damage. Okay, great 12 damage. It is quite wounded, but still living Well, still undead.
1: I'm, I'm going to hit it again, hopefully.
2: All right. So many
1: attacks per action. That's a 21 to hit. Yeah, that does. This is
4: my last. This is my yeah. last attack. Well, with de, with defunct, it
2: is. I mean, that's four I mean, melee that's, attacks so far.
1: That's another uh, 12 damage.
2: Yes, that is just enough to kill it. So one is also dead. So one, four, and five are down, two and three are still on their feet. Alright, great. Any That's bonus action uh action? I was gonna say there? I was gonna
4: say you could bonus action offhand attack if you pulled out denoise.
1: Oh right. Okay. You you no, have I'm the you, offhand. I
4: was gonna say you have the dual wielding feet, right? You might as well. I forgot what that did. It's been a while yeah. since you played Paradil in combat, so uh, but I remember this because he used it a lot. He was always Defunk and denoise. Denoise was the follow-up.
1: Right. All right. Denoise is coming out. I'm attacking number two. Sounds like a winner. That was a uh, 16 to hit.
2: Okay. 16 does hit. And that's uh, eight uh, damage. Eight damage. Okay. And that was against number two. Is, okay. Sounds yes. good. It is wounded, Oops. but not dead. Well, not undead, that's not felled. OK, I a, so I have und- a
4: feeling these things are going to die. And if, if we don't kill them, they're going to die at the
2: start of their turn because yep. they they have to save again for spirit
4: guardians. Yep.
2: <laughs> Probably. Uh, But Jarel, we're on to your turn. And the foremost undead killer in our party has two undead left. First whack. All right. Uh, number two or number three. Let's
0: say number three first. Number, number three. OK, sounds good. Uh, I rolled a uh, five, and it's a 20 to hit. <laughs> okay, yes.
2: Um, you're also at the point where only a critical fail will miss. Level 20. Da,
4: da, 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 level 20. Um, so what's
2: your damage?
0: So I automatically do 2d10 radiant damage from the sword,
2: which is 17.
4: Plus, what is it, like 1d8 plus five or
2: something like that? Yeah, number three is dead. Yeah, uh, plus another okay. 1D8. And then uh, I whack the other one. Number two. Okay, yeah, oh, basically yeah. just roll me a give me a hit roll and don't be a fail. It's not a fail. It was okay. almost a
0: fail. It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> it's also destroyed. So the ghosts have been obliterated. Garage <laughs> and... goes
0: back to his jog.
2: Yes, and you are continuing. You never really got off the jog. This has been sort of a moving fight. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I figured I couldn't be spri- like doing the 60 move at that point because I had to take the action to hit him. That's,
2: you know. Yeah. More of a trot than a jog at that point, but they were felled, obliterated, and you guys are moving along. And you are now 1,000 feet away from the tower, and that is where we're going to end the episode tonight for the Hapless ooh. Heroes. ooh. If you liked us, we can be found on the internet. We are in such places as Facebook. Search for Hapless Heroes Podcast. We are on Instagram at Hapless Heroes. For the duration that it continues to exist, we will be on Twitter at Hapless Heroes. All of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, which is not going away due to the actions or inactions of a certain Elon Musk. So um, you can be fairly certain that our Discord will still be there by the time you hear this episode, even if it is in the distant to far future.
4: Unless that far future is also a future where Elon Musk buys and tanks Discord.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In which case, well, by the time you get to the episode, we'll tell you on uh, what... On that Dude, episode, an uncharted uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, social media no platform will be on. We'll be <laughs> on circle my space. back to MySpace. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we might be speaking to like some disembodied uh, Musk brain
5: the
1: due Musk to brain. like several like cerebral implants and like the takeover. Uh, of oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Musk the brain, world, right? Government. Yeah. So in in that case, to our future mm-hmm. uh, overlords, um,
0: we... musky overlords.
1: You, you know he's going to call himself an emperor if that happens.
0: God yeah. Supreme big boy. Wow.
1: <laughs> Supreme
4: big boy. Oh, God. Anyways.
2: Just hold me fight on- the <laughs> Supreme Andre 3000, to be honest.
4: Come hang out with us on Discord.
2: It's pretty it's cool. Just, there's a bunch of people it's there. Cold. All right, all right, all right, all right. If you'd really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. You've got a podcast service. You've found us. And if they let you leave reviews, please leave us an honest review. We like five-star reviews, but let's say you're not the kind of person who's into us. Leave us an honest review so that people like you know to find a podcast that's more like what they're looking for. And it's kind of what reviews are for. But if you're the kind of person who's, you know, into us and you give us a good review, we are going to read it is we'll find it because we have that certain set of skills when we do we will recognize you as the five star human that you are now if you really really like us you could donate to our patreon patreon.com slash we've got some reward tiers there used to be more We've compressed them down because we're kind of this uh, slim, low-drag, streamlined kind of uh, thing. And also, you know, there were certain services that we're not offering right now because we're at the end of a story. Maybe we reevaluate when we get into a new one. We can bring some Mm -hmm. new ideas, bring some new things in. But right now, we're just trying to close this one out. We're keeping a little chill. But some of those things that that uh, patronage of yours could uh, get us are our outtakes, our bloopers, those are in a channel uh, that's in our Discord, that's also for you. And we even have uh, kind of this little uh, feature we've kind of cranked up that kind of became a thing when I had to step away of uh, between two episodes where everybody else talks about some stuff. And every now and again, I get in for the end and there's a little bit of fun conversation in there. And that's another thing that uh, your Discord, I'm sorry, your Patreon patronage could get you.
4: Yeah.
1: And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, scrawl an overly specific uh, review of our podcast onto the wall of a bathroom stall, and uh, to even out your um, karma, I guess, Uh, plant a tree after that.
4: Oh, that's so doable doable yeah. yeah i wonder how many bad things across plant tree. the world will be yeah right that that is the hardest part i suppose
1: yeah. actually you know what even if even if you don't do the overly specific vandalism <laughs> uh if if you like us right now you like us so if you don't feel feel the whole deal plant a tree
4: just go plant a tree
1: yeah go plant a tree and if you have time uh
2: vandalize yeah uh, either vandalize the (laughs) bathroom or unvandalize the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And or at the very Um, least unvandalize the earth. Yeah. It's it. It sounds like a thing that we can all get behind, just like we're going to get behind this episode. And I'm going to do that by outroing my cast, starting from my right with the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom played by Francesco. I always have a plan. To his right. Lord Jarrell. The Light, played by John. Until next time. To his right, Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I am no ghostwriter. To his right, Boris the Butcher and occasionally the Baroness Anastarian, played by Nicole.
3: Zombie stab, zombie
2: stab. And to her right, Pairda Lincoln Woods, played by Zack.
3: I hate
2: shambles my name is dave i've been your host and dungeon master for this evening we'll see you next week as this epic combat sequence continues Bye bye now bye bye Bye. we'll see you
3: i'll see
4: you later